KUT's AT Explained is back with a brand new season. Our first episode, what's up with that tower in Clarksville? I've heard it called the Clarksville Eiffel Tower, the tower, the leaning tower of Clarksville, all those names. Subscribe to AT Explained wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget our next AT Explained live show at the Paramount Theater on April 3rd. Brand new stories told live on stage. Get your tickets at austintheater.org. Support for AT Explained Live comes from Meals on Wheels Central Texas and World Interiors. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Welcome to another episode of This Song, the podcast that asks artists to talk about songs that changed them, that transformed them. Because, you know, music is everywhere, and now more than ever in this digital age, I think it just swirls around us, it washes over us, but every once in a while, you hear a song and something magic happens. It it does the exact opposite of wash over you. It sticks to you, gets inside of you, moves around in your body and your soul and rearranges what you thought you knew about the world. And suddenly you're open to something you didn't even know you were close to. Those are the songs that we want to hear about. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and today we'll hear from Kelsey Wilson from Wild Child and Shaka and Key from Writers Against the Storm about songs that did exactly that, opened them up, showed them something totally different. And they heard these songs at different times in their lives. Kelsey talks about a song she heard when she was a kid, like a little kid. And Shaka and Key, well, they talk about a song that they heard last year. I mean, a song can change you at any time, y'all. First off, Kelsey Wilson. She is the co-lead singer and songwriter of the band Wild Child, along with Alexander Beggins. They just released their third record, Fools, and it both continues this joyful sound that they've been building over the years while evolving it in the way that you want a sound to evolve. Like, a lot of cool textures and arrangement ideas, and Kelsey talked about this formative experience of music she had that showed her what she wanted to do with music. It showed her what she wanted to accomplish and what she does accomplish, really. So here she is, Kelsey Wilson. My mother listened to a lot of Nina Simone. It was her favorite singer and my favorite singer as well. And there was this one song that I, I was probably five years old the first time it really affected me. And it was her version of I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free. I don't know if you've... I don't know if I've heard that version because I, I, I too love Nina Simone. She's I have a live recording singers. of it. It was on this particular live record. And I just remember that from beginning to end, no matter what mood I was in, no matter what was happening, by the end of the song, I was ecstatic. No matter what. I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I could break all chains still binding me. Yeah. Wish I could say all the things that I can say when I'm relaxed. I'd be 
starting anew. I could be the most upset I've ever been in my life, and if that song played by the end of it, I was just jumping up and down and bursting from the inside out, and I, that it just never happened to me before. And you heard this for the first time when you're you're oh, five yeah. years oh, yeah. old. I, well, she listened all throughout my childhood when I was, but that was the first time that I remember being physically affected by any piece of music. Oh. And from then on, I, I just started gathering this collection of like music that just no matter what makes me happier by the end of the song and that's kind of whenever we write music now you can always tell when there's a song when like you get to play it live and watch the crowd and you watch them kind of standing there they're watching they're observing and then by the end of it they're smiling and jumping up and down and you can see it change their mood a little bit and we try and just like think about that every time I write because I there are songs that whenever we sing them that I'm, I'll be nervous and shaky and don't want to mess up, don't want to miss a beat, mm-hmm. don't want to forget lyrics. But by the end of it, I'm not thinking about that. I just had a great time. And I'm just <laughs> so stoked. So you're really, from the very beginning, you've been in search of this, of this ecstatic experience of oh, music, yeah. of like, yeah. like music that literally lifts, lifts you up. You. And oh yeah. And even, even on the other side of things, songs that can make you sad, songs that can really bring out the worst of times are, <laughs> I, I think, equally important. I think that I, I actually have a Nina Simone that does that. When you said like, yeah. it'll make me feel this way no matter what, I thought, could it be possibly? Because I have a, a version of her doing, I got it bad and that ain't good. song like sometimes I will put it on because you know like when when you need to cry but it's Mm -hmm. not coming and Mm -hmm. you feel like you need to like just release I will put that song on because I can never not be crying oh that's that's a great one strange fruit does that from her version of strange fruit have you heard that one yes that one does it for me that one's heavy she's she's good at that she has a lot there's a lot of her material that can just bring out anger bliss sorrow it's all very powerful i've always thought that she is the most like emotional singer that i've ever heard yeah you know someone who really like i i feel everything that she yeah that she sings on like a cellular level oh absolutely and you can see it and when you watch her live performances i've seen the the live record that i was speaking of i've like watched the whole performance as well you can find it i want to say it's somewhere completely random like milan or something and she looks angry like for a lot of the set, she's angry, but it's it, it's good. It fits what she's doing for some reason, and like the band is vibing well with it too. And she's it doesn't like at first I thought it was angry at the crowd, but since I started touring and playing music live, and I've since gone back and watched the show again, she's not. She's just she's so passionate about what she's singing about, and just incredibly aggressive and emotional. It's impossible not to 
feel whatever she's feeling, even if the song isn't particularly obvious. Yeah. She's not, she's not shoving it down anyone's throat, but by the end of it, you, you feel her, even if you don't know exactly what she's going through. It's powerful. So have you been playing music since you were a kid? Mm-hmm. I've been playing violin since I was a kid, but I didn't start writing music until I met Alexander. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then, so that means you didn't start, like, singing? Were you? Nope. Not- Neither one of us did. How, how old were you guys when you met each other? Maybe 20. I was 20. He was 23 or so. Oh, wow. It's been about six years, seven years. We, yeah, we neither one of us could write a song or sing a song without each other. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't stopped since. We're just kind of... How did you find out that you could write songs together? Like, was it just a random... It was a random... We were hired in this other, this Danish psychedelic band from, from Copenhagen called The Migrant. Don't turn tidal ah, Don't turn tidal ah, They had hired a bunch of random musicians from Austin to go on tour with them, and Alexander and I didn't know each other, and we met in that band. And he just brought a little ukulele because it was small, and he could fit it in the back seat and whatever. And he would start playing riffs and... I, I can't play the uke or the guitar or anything. I can do other string instruments with the bow, but he would start to riff, and he would have no idea what would go on top. I would just start singing something and be like, is this okay? And be like, yeah, that's great. You Try this riff. And I'm, is this okay? And be like, yeah, that's great. And within two weeks, we wrote the whole first record, which is like 15 songs. No. We were just, it just never stopped. And still, like, we we still have no problem getting together and just spitting them out there's something we're just draining the well it's amazing (laughs) what a delightful like happenstance first of all of just randomly being put in the same and we're so different as people we don't really we don't share anything in common Not, not the way like raised in different places different family different beliefs different attitudes like we are polar opposites but for some reason we can just write a song together there's some kind of like awesome magic energy yeah that happens when the two of you are are together it's just yeah we make each other feel just like happy and comfortable and creative and then it just like we kind of find out how we're feeling and how we're doing through writing together like we'll write a song and then be like are you okay brother oh wow be like that was pretty deep are you all right Kels? like i don't know i guess not i guess we got to process (laughs) something here i guess i have something to talk about i'm not sure Oh, that is, well, and speaking of comfortable, like, so you guys wrote all these songs and then yeah. it, and then you at some point you decided like, well, yeah, let's perform them. We wrote, yeah, we wrote like 15 songs in a couple weeks and we would just jam them around the band and everyone, the drummer of the migrant became our wild child drummer and the key player was, the, became our key player. Like everyone was there for the birth of it and everyone was just kind of like, we love, we love them. We'll play them. Like, do you want a band? And both of us did not want to be lead singers or to perform these songs in front of anyone, but everyone was really helpful and really supportive. And like once we had a band with us playing the songs, and because there's two of us, it was way easier. Like in our heads, if you like watch a crowd, if if someone didn't like a song, we could be like, well, Alexander wrote that one. You <laughs> can be like that. Those were Kelsey's lyrics. So if they made you unhappy, that was for sure her. Like I still, I could not even. I played in front of 
huge, terrifying crowds. And I will, I don't think I'll ever be able to pick up a guitar in front of like an open mic night with just a couple people. And just you up there on stage. I don't think I could do it. It would be too much. It It would would be too much. (laughs) I would be way too nervous. It's like, then it's just you and your journal and a bunch of strangers. But with this, it's, it's my journal if you like it. But if you don't, it's It's Alexander's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so... So you weren't terribly comfortable then when you started Oh, not singing. at all. Neither one of us. That's why everyone thought we were in love for so long because we wouldn't look anywhere but deeply in each other's <laughs> eyes. Just, just to what be are centered. We doing? This is so scary. Like, don't look out. Don't look anywhere else. So everyone just thought we were in love and we let them roll with it. We Really, we are so different. But we needed each other for just, just like, don't look out. Don't look down. Don't look down. <laughs> just keep going. This is so scary. It took us a long time to get over that. And well, and did did Nina Simone help you kind of find your ability to absolutely to do that? Absolutely, because you, you see shows where not everyone can just turn it on all the time. And I noticed, well, a lot of her live performances, she's not she's not putting on a show. It's she's just like she's singing these songs. She's not performing for anyone. And once I kind of switched that mindset, like I'm not trying to convince anyone to love what we're doing i'm like when you do it for your when you're there for the enjoyment of what it is it makes me happy to sing these songs by the end of these songs i'm beaming and by the beginning i am (laughs) and then when you get to see anyone in the audience smiling or singing along with you it's just kind of it becomes a different thing it's not you're not putting on a show for anyone but you're doing something together like we're all like the audience is just as important as the singers and the drummers and like everyone everyone is a part of the experience and that makes it so much easier it's not me against them it's yeah. not me trying to like I'm not trying to impress anyone impress them or, or Ni- yeah nina's not she's not trying to impress anyone yeah i don't think nina simone was trying to impress anyone but no. she's so present in those songs that you just so like, present yeah i i always feel like if i can get to that point where like i don't know do you ever like kind of you almost blank out of the situation and go into like Absolutely. another Absolutely. transcendent place where almost. you just are. Oh, yeah. yeah. And by the end of it, I have no idea what just happened. Yes. But that it is, was so much fun. I feel like that's a feeling you just can chase your yeah. whole, you know, if that's why you do it. Like That's her. There, There's an interview with, uh, I want to find, I'll, I'll, I'm going to find it and I'm going to send it to you. There's an interview with her that is connected to a live video of her performing this song that I just gave me goosebumps every time and she would just talk about living without fear and like performing without fear. And when they interviewed her about that song, they were asking her what it meant to be free. She was like, no fear, no judgment, no fear. And that includes putting that on other people and accepting it from other people just doesn't exist. I know, got news for you, I already know. Jonathan Livingston Seagull ain't got nothing on me. is so great to listen to because we're all looking for an experience of the world that is not like driven by fear or driven by the fear of judgment and then when you hear that and when Mm -hmm. you find that you just you just want it you want to live it all the time and you want everyone else to live it too yes like look at what we could we look at what we could experience all of the time yes it's it's all in our heads (laughs) it's 
totally, completely <laughs> up to us. We could all feel this way all the time. Some people get it through music, and that is amazing because you can share that. I feel like I can share that. It's like a gift you can give to people. Yeah. Like, look at look at this. this, look, is at this. What, look at what we can do together. Yeah. yeah, together. Like, this isn't, look at, I'm not doing it. Not one of us individually is doing it. It's like, takes all of us. And isn't this amazing? Like, it's amazing. And that, that was the first song. But Nina, Nina can just do everything. Man, I wish I'd heard Nina Simone when I was five years old. I didn't hear it till I was in my, like, my mid twenties, and uh, so I was emotional. <laughs> I was you emotional must have been in touch with some things. <laughs> I, was, I was way darker than a small child should be, thanks to Nina Simone. Just like no, no five year old should be jamming out to Strange Fruit on a Sunday. <laughs> just and yet drinking her you, juice. I'm like, yeah, here <laughs> yeah, you are yeah. bringing joy to people. It's like Hopefully. maybe maybe more five year olds should Hopefully. be jamming out to Strange Fruit. You know? Five is a good age to start anything for sure. Apparently. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. My mic keeps on falling, so I'm going <laughs> to... Thank you so much. That was really yeah, lovely. Yeah, it thank was. You. It really was. Please do not be afraid to play your kids your music. I say that to myself as much as anyone really, because how great is it that Kelsey understood from such a young age the power of that emotional transmission that can happen through music. And playing beneath us is Cracks from the Wild Child record Fools, and you can hear it in Kelsey's voice, the the letting go, the giving over to emotion that listening to Nina Simone encouraged. Courages. By the way, the live performance that we heard is from the 1976 Montreux Jazz Festival. And FYI, this is not exactly the live version of the song that Kelsey talked about. We actually could not locate that version anywhere on the internet, which is actually kind of a relief. Like, there are still some things in this world, some unlocatable experiences. The internet doesn't hold everything. At least not right now. <laughs> um, the version that I chose, like I said, is from Live at Montreux uh, Jazz Festival 1976. And I fell into my own sort of trance with this version. It's been essentially all I've listened to in the last week. And I will post a link um, to that performance, along with a link to the interview that Kelsey talks about, where Nina Simone talks about freedom and about letting go of fear. It's totally worth a watch, as is pretty much any live Nina Simone performance. If you have time to fall down a Nina Simone hole, I highly encourage you to do so. And up next, we have Key and Shaka, the duo behind Riders Against the Storm. Riders Against the Storm are a hip-hop group, but they have a much broader mission than just playing music. They're all about lifting everybody up and creating community, and they do it probably better than any band I've ever seen. They throw a Riders Against the Storm Day event every year where... They invite the community to come in and experience all kinds of music, but also yoga and dance and massage. They've been named the best hip-hop band in Austin. They throw a monthly party called Body Rock, which is 
it's like more than a party. It's like going to church. If going to church made you feel amazing, which it does for some people, um, it's just really great. We're really lucky to have them in Austin. They recently released a remix of River by the sister group eBay, a song that we played a lot here at KUTX and that I thought I understood, but I didn't realize how much I had missed until I talked to Key and Shaka. So here they are, Riders Against the Storm. You know, I ask people about transformative songs, not songs like what's your favorite song, but what song kind of like hit you at the right moment Mm. and sparked something within you such that you felt opened up in some way. Mm -hmm. And so um, you guys have the same song, which is very interesting. Yeah. Okay. And what song is that? Ebay's River. Okay, and that's a pretty recent song. Yeah, that came out, I want to say last year, ended up end of last year. Okay, and do you remember the first time that you heard it? Uh, I was looking at uh, a blog website called OK Africa, mm-hmm. and um, they posted the song, and it struck me because of just the image. It was just two sisters, and their eyes, it looked like they were lying down, and their eyes were just peering up at the camera. So I was like, well, this looks kind of cool. So, um, and then also I read the tagline and found out that the parts of it were in Yoruba, uh, but their father was actually part of the Buena Vista Social Club out of Cuba. And um, I just thought their background sounded interesting. So I clicked on it and um, I heard this song. First, the video is striking. The video is one shot, mm-hmm. one straight shot of them looking up they're being held down underwater by these two men um, in tattoos and they're dressed in all white. Mm -hmm. And so while one is doing their verse, the other one is submerged holding their breath while the other is verses getting done. (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen this video and now I pretty much have to see it. And was the first time you heard the song with With the the visual? Okay, with the visual. Okay. So it was, it was definitely like, (gasps) it made me hold my breath, you know, (laughs) I was like, what? So, I mean, they're holding their breath for like 40 seconds at a time, you know, for each other's verse and then come up and do the chorus. Then one goes down and it's just so seamless. They're not struggling with the water, nothing like that. And it's one shot, then the camera never moves. Come to your river, wash my soul. I will come to your river, wash my soul. I will come to your river, wash my soul again. And is it like they're being, like, um, baptized? Is that the idea? Or, like, some kind of, like... Yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, because it's a... um, The song is about Oshun. The song is for Oshun. And Oshun is the deity of water in in Yoruba. Uh, She's a feminine um, identity that is about rejuvenation, um, being consoled, uh, allowing things to be taken from you, washed from you. Um, It's sweet water. Is oh. what it is. It's it's what you feel when you go into sweet waters. So wait, the song is actually about Oshun, or like the, in yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, what yeah. they're singing about. If you listen, you can now now that you know you. Oh hear, no way! I don't know what they're saying, but they say Oshun. Na, na, na. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Oshun, na, 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 na. Is that the yeah. part in your your about the Yoruba, end? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So they're singing to Oshun. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. 
And how? What was like the the feeling that you got? Because you got that double the double hit of like hearing the song and seeing the visual. Like so, how? What is that kind of? It was like, just funky. And anytime yeah. I get I get to experience something that's just straight up funky, like it does, it it takes me back to ritual because like for me. When I dance or when I get involved with the funk or whatever, it's just about like shaking whatever is on me off. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like gyrating, undulating, everything that's necessary to shake off the energy or the information that has been, you know, dampered. I've been dampered with. You and, know? and I wish we had like an actual like video of you actually just talking myself. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like shaking, shaking it off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think we're in a space right now. I think the reason the song is doing so well is because had done so well is because we're in a space right now where a lot of people need that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have not had the experience of what it means to consciously anyway, um, deliberately go to a space where this is what I'm doing for the next day or two, or this is what I'm doing for the next 45 minutes. Even like I'm just here to remove whatever I've picked up throughout the day. I'm just here to remove whatever ideas, whatever stories that I've been carrying around. I'm here to forgive myself. I'm going to take the next two days to just forgive myself. Mm -hmm. Most people don't know that that has to be a part of your process. So I think eBay's song came at a time, especially with the upheavals and things that have been happening in the news, where people need to have that type of respite and they need to know that it's available to them. Sing, singing to water is like a beautiful, beautiful thing. That's what really got me about the about the song. And they really did it visually by having them in the water, submerged in the water. And like she said, they're not struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a um, aspect of it where they're just one with it. Yeah, they're just flowing in and out of it. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful song. So, you know, we wanted to do something with it. And so you guys were inspired to actually do a remix and kind of add yeah. add some hip hop verses to it and. Like, well, I was just like, immediately I was like, I want to do something. I, there's a lot of songs like that. Mm-hmm. There's like, a, I want to do a remix of the Alabama Shakes um, song, one of their songs. Which one? You know, um, uh, the, the newest one is she's talking about. Don't want to fight my Don't want to fight no yeah. more. Oh, don't yeah. want to fight no more. Yeah, man, I, that I scream just, that she does in the beginning of that oh, song, man. it's like, oh, oh, you just you hurt like inside. Yeah. You she's know? awesome, right? Yeah, she's amazing. It's a lot so, of power now. Don't cross them lines What you like What I like Why can't we both be right So you got together with different Like you got one person to do the the drum sampling Mm -hmm. And one person to do some synths, some synths, and yeah. then someone else to mix it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we we started with uh, our friend SK, and he um he he cut it up. Mm-hmm. So he cut up the different the different parts of the song, and um laid down some uh some synth patterns and stuff like that. And then we took it to another friend of ours, Michael Ray, and he did some of the drum the drum programming. And then we took it to another friend that uh, actually mixed it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you're in a process like that, collaborating with people, do you just kind of let them do what they're doing and then come back with like a yes, no? Or do you go in there with we, a very have, definite no. idea have, of like... It's, it's a combination. We yeah. have our aspects that we're like, yeah, we definitely want this in there. We definitely want that in there. This part is important, you know, because you don't you can't you have to rely on things that struck you Mm -hmm. and you have to kind of protect those things. And then there are things that you don't hear that you need other people to hear. You know what I mean? That and and, and it's so intuitive, too, because there there's a synth part that is played over the Creole Mm -hmm. and he. Um, that was played before I did the Creole, but in compa music, which is kind of like a Haitian merengue music, that kind of synth play is 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 very popular in compa. Compa, oh, yeah. Who would be a good like compa artist to check? The president, out? the current president mm-hmm. of Haiti, actually. What? <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, his name is his name is Michel Matali, President Matali. But um, when he was a compa artist, and he probably one of the largest, if not the largest. Uh, his name was Sweet Mickey. <laughs> As a musician, that gives me hope. Like, well, maybe one day I make yeah. you yeah. Yeah. You never know. in the remix of River by the fact that they also did they do Yoruba yeah they do Yoruba yeah that was a big aspect of it I thought it would be a great compliment to you know give an homage to the places that have brought us um, a certain spiritual awareness culture background and and identity support because you're from Haiti originally and Mm. and Creole is actually yeah it's like first first language yeah actually it was I I always debate about that I'm like was Creole my first language because I grew up speaking both but it was my first language because everyone spoke Creole in the house. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we've been we've been wanting to get that get Creole into into our music for a minute. So yeah. it just kind of it's kind of happened. I guess it's also like a little transition. You mm-hmm. know, like a you know our album that's going to be dropped is called Cornerstone, mm-hmm. and um, you know it's kind of like a rebirth. Yeah. So I think you're going to be hearing more of that. Oh, that's great. And sometimes it takes like, you Mm -hmm. know, it takes looking at another group and going like, ah, they're doing it. Mm -hmm. Let's, okay, this thing that we've been thinking about, like, let's, let's, let's let's do it. Let's integrate. Mm -hmm. Right. It wasn't even a thought, really. It just happened. It did. It just happened. Oh, really? You know, there's been some songs that we've written where it's like, you know, she kind of came up with some ideas that just didn't make it into the song. Mm -hmm. You know, so it just happened and I was happy about it. I love it. It's a beautiful language. It is. It's beautiful. And when you hear it, it's like just this kind of. Yeah. lovely like yeah. surprise in the remix yeah it's, it's like yeah. french with some african flavor you know what i mean mm-hmm. so yeah. it's just got you know french has this beautiful sound to it but then it's also got this african thing right, this to it very rhythmic yeah. flavorful aspect yeah, to it's, it. it's mm-hmm. a lot of oh you know a lot of excitement <laughs> like, oh, oh you know stuff like that <laughs> you know they make all types all types of noises <laughs> like. that's all part of the language yeah. you know what i'm saying oh, so it's beautiful yeah. like it's all little little things that they do you know yeah yeah, there's um, there's a, a a cuss word in Creole, and uh, it's it's so poetic and it's so like intense. You know what I mean? When it's vile, it's very vile. So like, when you are cussing someone out in Creole, you'll say "Colon get maman," but um, what it translates to, which is the worst thing you could say to a Haitian person, is "I hope the colonizers have your mother." <gasps> you know. <laughs> Like it's just like 
Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, uh, Haitian language is very full like that. Like it's descriptive. It's very direct. You know, it's yeah. strong. It's awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I cannot wait for people to hear the track. We'll have a link to it on the This Song podcast where they can go and download it. Um, it also debuted on KTX. So thank you guys so much for coming in and sharing your experience of River. Now I'm going to go and watch the video and I'm going to yeah. check out what kind of music? Compa. Compa. I'm going to check I'll out the Compa music. Yeah, I, I can't wait. So thank you guys so much. Thank Thanks, you. Elizabeth. Okay. I yeah. just want to come close and feel protected. Put my head on your breast and just feel rested. My heart in your palm sick and your refreshment. Sun rising in the east but never settled in the western. Kneeling in your presence back. And below me is the Riders Against the Storm remix of River. I'll have the link to it on the This Song page um, so you can hear it in its full entirety and you can download it and you can hear the synths and the creole and and this idea, the idea of taking time to wash away, to let go and to forgive oneself. It's not something that I had really heard in the song and it's not something that I'd been thinking about until I spoke to both of them and now I think about it all the time. And that's what's so great about Writers Against the Storm is they open you up. They were opened up. They open you up. It's all a thing, man. We've come to the end of yet another This Song episode. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 Austin. This episode was produced and edited by myself, Elizabeth McQueen, and David Sanger. The interviews were recorded by Cliff Hargrove and David Alvarez. Special thanks to Peter Babb, who books all the bands in Studio 1A and who is always and forever helping this podcast out. Our theme song is Mahoot by Austin's own hard proof Afro beat. You can email us at this song at KUTX.org or tweet us at this song KUTX. You can subscribe to this song along with all our other podcasts, liner notes, Song of the Day, and Austin Music Minute on iTunes or follow us on Stitcher. And hey, we know you're busy, but if you have a moment, we'd love a rating or a review for any of the podcasts, really. So thanks in advance for that. Right on. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later. KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org and we'll see you there.